Man pays fine for spending six weeks without moving on Crown land. The Quebec government fights against allowing the children of asylum seekers to attend public daycare. Suicide and suicide attempts within Quebec prisons spiked during COVID lockdowns. At least 23 people have been killed in a mine wall collapse in Venezuela, and the Prime Minister of the Democratic Republic of Congo resigns, triggering government dissolution. Good morning. It's Thursday, February 22nd. I'm Nora. Here are your headlines. We start this morning in Williamson Lake, a community in northwestern Ontario, where Michael Cox parked his camping trailer for at least six weeks. Cox, who's from Atacokan, which is not that far from Williamson Lake, was on Crown land and has been fined $1,800 for being on Crown land for longer than 21 days. CTV's Chelsea Papineau reports that Canadians are allowed to camp for free on Crown land for up to 21 days at a single site in a calendar year. After 21 days, you must move at least 100 metres to another location. 41% of land in Canada is federally regulated Crown land. And I mention the story because it's just so colonial. Oh my God. Next to Quebec. Geneviève Lajoie from the Journal de Montréal is reporting that the provincial government said it's willing to go all the way to the Supreme Court to stop the children of refugees and asylum seekers from attending daycare in the province's public CPR system. A Quebec Court of Appeal decision recently said that these parents do have the right to send their children to CPRs and that it would be discriminatory to take away this right from them. The CAC argues that the system can't take the pressure that these kids would place on it and that Ottawa needs to figure out how to manage their services. The government's official line is this, quote, Quebec welcomes 55% of asylum seekers in Canada with just 22% of the population. Let's not forget that they can attend private daycares, unquote. My God, quel bande des hostiles racistes. Let's stay in Quebec for the next bit of news. Radio-Canada is reporting that suicides and suicide attempts increased by a significant number within the province's jails between 2020-2021 and 2021-2022. This is what a recent study that was published by researchers from UCAM found. 16 people who were serving in a provincial jail took their own lives between April 2020 and March 2021, the days of the harshest and loneliest lockdowns during the pandemic. The year after, authorities counted 10 suicides. Compare that to the two years previous to the pandemic, where five people and eight people respectively took their own lives, and we can see a notable spike. Researcher Catherine Chesney told the radio show Midi Info on ICI Première this, quote, What best prevents suicide is having connections with close family and friends, significant relationships with other inmates or other people and members of the staff. During the pandemic, visits stopped. Even lawyers couldn't enter prisons. Incarcerated individuals were isolated alone in their cells, unquote. There was also a 70% increase in the number of complaints made about the conditions of detention and cleanliness. Over 13 years, there have been 98 suicides in Quebec institutions, and for suicide attempts, there were 411. 28% of deaths within prisons are labeled to be undetermined causes, which is about five to six people per year. Radio-Canada reminds readers that these numbers are particularly concerning as they come from people who are only spending two years maximum in a provincial facility, unlike federal facilities where they would serve more.
And to get the documents to do the study was quite a hassle. There's a total lack of transparency that they had to figure out how to get past. Now to Venezuela, where at least 23 people have died after an earthen wall collapsed in an illegal gold mine in the central part of the country. The mine was known as Bula Loca, and it was an open pit gold mine that was illegal. There were about 200 people working in the mine at the time of the collapse. Al Jazeera reports that it's a seven-hour boat ride to get to the nearest town, La Paragua. Rescue teams were flown in from Caracas to help with recovery, and survivors are being airlifted to the nearest hospital. Last December, at least 12 people died in another mine collapse in the same region. That one happened in the indigenous community of Ikabaru. And finally, to the Democratic Republic of Congo. African News is reporting that the Prime Minister of the DRC resigned on Tuesday. Jean-Michel Samé Lukande's resignation triggered the dissolution of government. He was only given the mandate of national deputy eight days ago. In the DRC, serving government ministers are not allowed to be members of parliament. So you must decide whether or not you want to represent your riding if you've also been elected and asked to hold a cabinet seat. Lukande will instead join parliament. During December's election, he was elected to represent the Kasenga district. Lukande's government will continue to serve until a new administration can be found. President Félix Tshisekedi was elected back in December and has support from 94% of National Assembly legislators. Now, this is all happening amid the backdrop of massive violence in the country's east, where millions of people are fleeing from M23 rebels. M23 has been battling DRC forces for months now, and it's created a worrying refugee crisis. Those are your headlines for Thursday, February 22nd. I'm Nora. You're listening to this podcast at sandynora.com on the Real News Network podcast feed and anywhere you get your podcasts. I hope you have a wonderful Thursday and mm, tomorrow, Friday. Wow. I'll talk to you then.